It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, What's, up? Up? What's, up? What's, What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, hang on. I got to do two things. I got to turn the music down. I got all sorts of stuff going on. Welcome in. It is Jobbing Out. Episode number zero of Jobbing Out. There could be any number you of reasons. remember zero of what happened this week. And again, that would have been a totally reasonable guess, Aaron, and you're not wrong. But it's not specifically the reason why I was thinking zero this time. I was going to say you watched zero of the wrestling this week no, you're I, so busy. With I, I'm very busy, and I'm even busier. But I got it all in, at least distractedly. I don't remember any of it, but I do I do know I watched it. No, I was referring uh, there was a huge debut in professional wrestling, and it's a big deal because it's a uh, former NBA draft pick. <laughs> Santam Singh play, uh, scored all of zero points during the course of his NBA career. Big deal. <laughs> really big deal that former NBA player Santam Singh is now in AEW. He of zero career appearances in his <laughs> NBA career. None. Yep. Not one minute played in the NBA. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. And a week removed from a show in which we had so much to talk about, we literally couldn't get to it all. What in the world is there to talk about this week? Like, how do we go from, like, the biggest week in all of professional wrestling to... You know what? We make fun of them for WrestleMania Pay Backlash, but they might be on to something. It was the <laughs> one thing that mattered. Ain't nothing mattered since. <laughs> Maybe they know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I mean... SmackDown, they tried a little bit. They brought a few people up, but it still didn't really feel like, you know, the WrestleMania week shows. It sure as hell did not. It did not feel like a noteworthy show. And that, it's incredibly obvious that they're vamping with Roman for some reason. Like, they're, oh, they're it's, just it's trying to run in place. To do two, two shows of the exact same ending of Roman Reigns announcing nothing and then trying to sell it as, no, he made a big announcement. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, uh, about he, the Usos, yeah. Right, no, he didn't. Now, look, if it means that for whatever... By, but wait, 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 wait. By the way, that also introduces a sl- like one other Oh, we'll get problem, to it. We'll, which... get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Don't read ahead. We'll get to it. <laughs> now, look, if, if the answer is we're getting ourselves a Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura title match, like... Hey man, I'm in for that. Like, sure, why not? It's it's obviously unfortunately there's no threat there, and you're just doing it kind of for the sake of doing it. But you know, in fairness, that's what WrestleMania Paybacklash is. So like, if you're gonna do something for the sake of doing it, what the hell? Why not have it be Shinsuke Nakamura? I mean, that, that's been half of and, Roman's. And I'd much uh, rather, yeah, I'd much rather it be that than Brock Lesnar again. Like, we know at this point, Roman's going to hold it for a while longer, so if that's going to be the case, give us something we'll enjoy in the process. Yeah, man, like, I'm all for it, but they didn't really acknowledge that. They just sort of left it kind of there and open-ended, and look, you know, they can clean that up this week, and I there, there'll be, a, 
I'll, there will be a limit to how excited I can be about it because, again, it's Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania pay backlash. It ain't Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania a few years ago when it would have been a really big effing deal. Um, but, you know, it's still Shinsuke Nakamura in a championship match on a pay-per-view working against Roman Reigns, and there can be worse things in the world than that. So, you know, I'll, I'll be... Well, well plus it's in, it's in Providence, Rhode Island. Ah. It's hard. It's it's hard to get excited about, even like like let's let's say that this was happening at the Barclays Center. Like we know that this match would be so electric because of the atmosphere. Like Shinsuke would go right back to like a takeover level, you know, reception entrance, and the match is always you know we know the match is going to be good, but it's hard to even be like okay, but the Providence, Rhode Island crowd will be on fire, you know. I mean, they might be. I don't know. Providence isn't a bad I, I was going to say that the New England area does tend to have decent crowds. It's the same as Boston crowd. A yeah, lot of New Yorkers it. will go if I, they're interested. I get it. It's. I think it's more, it just sort of comes off as a thing that's happening more than anything else. Like, it's just, okay, you know, like, we'll we'll do it because we got to fill this spot on the calendar. But in fairness, like, that's, that's what, pay backlash for you. And that's what a lot of professional wrestling is, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame that they can't find something that makes this stand out. They're clearly just trying to, you know, use, as we talked about before, they're just trying to use the WrestleMania brand in order to make people, hey, remember that thing that you liked? Uh, this says that word, too. So, like this, too. And you can't. I mean, you, you just you can't get people. that we're too, we're too smart for that. So, it's what it is. Although, I guess we are getting um, Charlotte and Ronda again. So, that's not insignificant. It just needs to be better than it was the last time. Um, it's not insignificant, but I don't know if it's something we want. No, we don't really want it. And hey, at least you've got two championship. Ma- oh. mm. But hey, at mm. least you got two tag team championship. Hmm. <laughs> you know what though? But at it least they have be- hot feuds in the U.S. and IC titles. Oh yeah. The- uh. <laughs> hey, it would be kind of boss if they had Roman defending the title two different titles in one night. I mean, actually, and and, win, and winning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that would be at least a good gimmick. Sure. Um, I I hate the fact that like they're giving us the Usos versus RK Bro, and I hate it. Like I hate the fact that I can't enjoy the fact that we're getting an Uso Usos RK Bro match because that should be a main event caliber matchup any time well, during dude. the year. Do you know what the insanity of this is? That's what they could have done at WrestleMania if they were just going to do this. Like, that's... Just do it there. Yeah, they could have done that. (laughs) Couldn't they have? I... I I guess this is our sign that this is what we're pointing to, but that's not good for anybody. Like, if, if this is them waving the white flag and saying the roster is just so small, we don't have a choice, we've talked to all the networks, the networks are all in agreement... Like, we have no choice but to just keep putting everybody on it. Which, again, as we've said before, it was always going to happen inevitably, but it's just sad. I can't get over it. It's sad. It's sad because it means we're going to see even less people on TV, and there's just nothing good that comes from this. Like, they, they can push it as being a huge match. And, yeah, it's a huge match with big time stakes, but... Now that we're seeing it unfold, it reinforces that no, there's not going to be a title on both shows. Now there's not going to be ta- like, 
oh, I, I hope that for some reason this is them just, again, woefully having being inadequate at doing something and them changing their mind and there's a non-finish here or something along those lines, but it, it feels an awful lot like their way of declaring that there will only be one t- title moving forward. And if there's anything that WWE as a company is really good at, it's coming up with really meaningful storylines otherwise when belts aren't involved and when there are very few belts to be, <laughs> to be had. They're very, very good at coming up with excellent, captivating storylines for other matches throughout the card. And so we should just we should feel really good about the fact they're going to have more of a chance to do that. What do you think you this know, ends up like? I, was, I before uh, I just wanted. What do you think this looks like? Assuming that this is a long term, we're combining the titles, both the you know the, um, you know the universal heavyweight or whatever they're calling it, and the tag titles. Is this the end of the brand split as we know it, or is this we're still going to inherently keep a brand split, have the titles cross over, and obviously the challengers would then also cross over. So basically, ending it. Or will this be officially like, look, we're not keeping people around uh, their shows anymore? I think it will be the modified version that you're talking about because I think it gives them the option of, you know, continuing house shows related to specific cards and specific groups of talent. I think this is way more about the networks and specifically saying we're not we're not going to limit who can be on which show anymore. Because, you know, if especially like if, you know, I, I don't know, maybe Brock Lesnar is racing right back here in a minute. But, you know, if he's gone for a little while, how many how many big draws are there at this point? There's Roman, there's Ronda. What else? Depending on how you feel about Randy. And I, I guess like Becky I mean, we're qualifying after you get past the first two. Like the first two are ones that I think are big network draws, and the other two are ones that are big WWE draws. Um, I it it comes off as the we're gonna tell you that this is just the champions that are gonna be on both shows, uh, but it's really gonna be every. It's just gonna be on any at any given week. We can decide who's going to be on which TV show, but we will still say there's a Raw roster and we will still say there's a SmackDown roster because that way we can allow both of them to do house shows and we can try to profit off of both of those things. But when we actually get to the show itself, no, there will be no rules. Well, there's there's an, there's another thing they need to address, which is, you know, if you've got the women's titles remaining the way they are well, they won't, which like is my I, point they won't at some point they'll do that this is this is like nxt everybody gets a bullet in the back of their head they're going to drag it out as long as they can at some point there'll be a women's unification match too well but the other side to it is you've got money in the bank coming up so like you know money in the bank usually was a good way of in like i guess making a better story for the title that had the lesser of the two stories or or whatever, like you know, like it, it just was. It was funny how no one cashed in on Roman Reigns, right? Like, like, like everyone always cashes in on not Roman Reigns or not Brock Lesnar or whatever. So, like, I I feel like, is there some way to get out of it using the money in the bank? Like, could they just say? They're they're making Roman give up the title, and that's for the title. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think they're gonna. They can get out of it however they want to. Like they're I don't think they're going this far because they want to get out of it. Like I think they're going this far because they're they're screaming, this is what we're gonna do. 
because we need to have the ability to be flexible with who's on what show because we don't have enough big stars. And the networks are in agreement. Once upon a time, we talked about the idea that networks would want exclusivity, and they made that abundantly clear that they wanted exclusivity. And then you got rid of half your roster, and the networks were like, yeah, the thing about exclusivity is we just need people that people want to watch. <laughs> like, we need somebody for people to tune in and see. So we don't care as much so, about exclusivity so you, now. So no, I hear you. Like, how, how do... How do we clean up the women's title? Like, would they, would they whoever cha- whoever wins Money in the Bank just challenges both of the champions to a match at SummerSlam or something? Like, like it, this seems like it could, the women's part of this could hurt people. Yes. You know? Well, they, oh, yes. All of it's Especially because you know who the first uh, undisputed right, right. unified champion is yes. going to be. Correct. I mean, Correct. you're going to isolate yourselves around the same people you always isolate yourselves around. I mean, this is what they do. Um I don't know, man. Like again, I I will I will reserve hope that this is all just part of. Well, we don't really have any other ideas or any other plans, so hell, let's just do this, and we can always you know get out of it at some point. But it doesn't come off that way. Like you're going pretty far deep with this for that. To I be think the case. they also still like selling those blue and red belts. You know, like if they present him with a belt, then I'll start to believe that this is permanent. But until while he's still carrying two titles, I don't I don't think I can believe it's permanent. I understand what you're saying, but they are referring to it by a different name now, right? Like they're referring it Universal yeah, but they WWE they Universal Heavyweight but, but Champion there's a or big, whatever. But there's a big difference between them saying he is the WWE heavyweight champion and the universal champion versus saying he's the WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Like th- those are two different but, but things. They, but, but, but they could also not think that there's a difference. <laughs> like we think there's a difference, but maybe they just like how it's cleaner to say it. I mean, right. And it doesn't actually mean anything. I, I think in their mind, this is, and, and I've used this uh, phrase a lot, this is permanent for now. You sure. know, it's permanent sure. until that's they a, decide. That's that they, a great way to. That's a great right. way to put it, Eric. Like I don't think there is a plan right now for them to split up the belts. Like I think right now the plan is Roman Reigns is the champion of both shows, and then at some point, if you know somebody on NBC says no, we've changed our mind, we want we don't want this guy showing up on Fox anymore on Friday nights, or somebody on yeah, whatever it is, then then they'll go back and reconsider it. At this point, this comes off as sticking your finger in the wind seeing which way it's blowing and we've seen a lot of reporting over the last few months that the networks were concerned about all of the roster losses and this is the way to adjust to that how do we come up with a way that we can just have more people on both shows and it's not everybody maybe it's again it Aaron to your point it might not be that there's just one roster and only the same 10 people are on both shows for five hours every week. It might very well be that it's more like the same. It's more like 30 people over two shows. It's just that 10 of them happen to be on both shows. But it, this just feels like the way the wind was blowing based on bowing to the whims of the people that are paying you an F ton of money in order to have your content. And so whatever they say is going to be what goes ultimately. I do wonder how much of this, you know, just kind of going back to the why of it and and why the networks have gone this way, how much of it is that Roman Reigns has become such this dominant figure that the, you know, the, 
uh, USA sees yeah. their the Raw champion as lesser, and they don't want that comparison. That's they don't want to be the, the well, show they, with the but, lesser by champ. The, and by the way, they should view it that way because that's the way we view it. No, it's not. It's not unfair. I mean, or or just their way of saying, "Hey, wh- when's it going to be our turn?" Like they might have gone back and said, "Hey, we were willing to give you the last year." with him being on Fox, but it's got to be our turn now. And Fox, who's, again, got $2 billion at stake in all of this, comes back and says, well, like, no, it can't be your turn. Like, this could be about nothing other than Roman Reigns. Like, literally nothing other than we. neither one of these companies wants to give up their turn, and so now WWE's trying to figure out a happy medium between it. Like, okay, well, if, if he's going to be on both shows, then... Maybe we could make it make sense to have the Usos on booth shows because, you know, the bloodline and all that. And, well, if that's going to be the case. I think permanent for now is a great. I don't like giving you credit for anything, but I think it's the best thing I can yeah. like, do. That, that, that's really good. Yeah. Like, it's. it's but go ahead, Brandon. I have, a real, I have a real question here. And I, I don't know if we want to go here or not. So stop me if you don't. But all of this, you know, I think I had been assuming there would be some kind of gimmick to separate the titles. And now that we're thinking there isn't going to be that, who do you feed to Roman at SummerSlam? Well, I've been, this kind of goes into a a conversation I've been wanting to have, which is when do you put Cody into that title picture? Yeah. Because I I don't, I'm not, you know, I I was saying he needs to be, he does need to suffer He has to lose. He has to yeah. lose before he wins. You're right. Right. And and I'm and like I'm, way before, like way before he wins. Like right. he has to he, lose. He, he needs and then to be winning. humbled. Yeah. And, and, and more and more I'm thinking, you know, I, again, these past two weeks have been great. I do wonder how long, you know, goes. And I do wonder if they want to pull the trigger, whether or not it's giving him the belt or just putting him in that position. If you want to do that sooner rather than. Well, later. if there's going to be one champion. Does he, does he win money in the bank? Does he win money in the bank? He could. I was thinking about that. But I also th- just think that he could be in the main event at Summer. To your point, Cody Rhodes being in the main event at SummerSlam would be very logical, especially it's in Nashville, right? It's a place where they love Dusty. You know, like that. Everything about that kind of makes sense. You could tell that story, have him lose and go back. But this really does come back to where are we with there being two belts? Like, if, if we're doing this for some time, the the, the bigger problem being it kind of doesn't matter who's in the main event at SummerSlam because, as Brandon says, you're just sort of feeding him the Roman Reigns. So how do you keep that compelling? You can play in, but are you really planning on having Cody Rhodes get his comeuppance? When Cody Rhodes fulfills his destiny, are you really planning on him being the guy that beats Roman Reigns? I don't... I can't fathom that. I think there's a really... I I I was going to say, I I don't know why you don't see that. Yeah, I think there's a really good argument for that. I disagree. That, to me, goes back to the bigger problem that you have. The moment you do all of this with Roman Reigns for Cody Rhodes, he's toxic again. Like, you, there's no... That's I don't disagree with. That You can't do that. You can have him win the championship. That's fine. But he can't be the guy... You built this up for two <laughs> but years. But who's going to beat Roman Reigns so that Cody Rhodes could win the championship then? Well, or you have to have a secondary chance. When we had this conversation last week, it made more sense because like, in our minds, we're still thinking there's going to be a second belt again at some point. So the, the best thing to do is have there be a second belt at some point. But if you're not doing that, then 
Well, they certainly think Cody Rhodes is the one selling their tickets because if you've been serviced no, an ad no, by WWE they're, lately... They're all in on Cody Rhodes at the moment. I get it. Like That makes all yeah. the sense in the world. And I, I'm not saying that it isn't a good story, but the mo- you do all of this with Roman Reigns for it to be Cody Rhodes. Stop. Stop, man. Like, stop. You're just going to... He's John Cena. He's He's... He's the thing that, that, that you don't want to exist. Somebody else that is deemed as being worthy of that, of specifically the guy to knock off Roman Reigns. Everybody's on board with Cody Rhodes winning the belt because that story is good. But being the guy that dethrones Roman Reigns after years, years of him being an unbeatable champion, that better be somebody that... Like you, you've told a better story than just I'm fulfilling my family destiny. That's got to be a unique story related to Roman Reigns. Like that's got to be. Well, which is which is why the the loss could help that if you were going that route. <sighs> still... Yeah, and the two families and all that stuff. Like I do think that there's something there. I mean, there's something. There's some connection with him and the Rock's mom. They did that. The did you see how they did the little gag at the dark match where? He held Kevin Owens, or, or or Brock's mom held Kevin Owens, so Cody Rhodes could chop him or something oh, like. There's no, some there's some connection there. I don't know what it is. Okay, I mean, look, you tell that for a little while, go for it. I, it would also concern me because you had no idea that Cody Rhodes was part of your plans when this Roman Reigns story began, and it screams correct. Like you 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 did all this having no clue where it could lead to, and I fully oh, believe I that. By no, the way, I think. I think there's no doubt about that. They they definitely had no clue. Um, and that's concern. That's equally concerning. It's equally concerning that you got through this and we're like, eh, well, let's see what we feel like uh, a year from now. We'll deal with it then. Like the the point of doing something like this is to build it to a significant moment. Um, and I know that the other point is to to let there be a, a Roman versus Rock match next year. Whether or not that's actually even happening, who knows, right? But that's also part of the story. And, and that's kind of that, and that's kind of the big thing looming over all of this is like we're assuming the next year is completely moot because we have to get to Roman versus Rock with the titles on the line. Yep. But we don't know that for sure. Right. Even though they're teasing right. it now in Young, they're they're teasing it in the damn Young Rock show. Oh, are they really? That's pretty fun. I didn't. Uh, know appara- that. I I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that like. You meet young Joe, young cousin Joe, okay. and they mentioned a mania match. <laughs> pretty funny. That's, that's that's pretty funny. That's so dumb. Yeah. I mean, you could make the argument that it's problematic because of the event, right? Like you want him to lose at WrestleMania, but like if we're not thinking about that specifically, you really don't want him to be the champion when he's facing The Rock. I mean, you don't. That want is well, a bad word. Because you're, I you don't, don't need him. To they be. do. Right. Well, and you don't need him to be that. You're presu- well, again, th- this presumes a couple things. It can't be The Rock who defeats Roman Reigns. Like, that can't. <laughs> no. Uh, bur- no. That goes back to burn everything down at that point. So, if you're planning on having The Rock defeat Roman Reigns, then you're right. He needs to lose the belt beforehand. So, if The Rock hand identifies someone as being the guy to build up to help defeat Roman Reigns and you have that happen before WrestleMania sure and again if you're doing Rock Roman at WrestleMania then no matter what this can't happen at WrestleMania so you know there's there's a lot of things that sort of go into this puzzle it's still all of that said it comes off as though you should be identifying someone 
This is the thing that we talked about all the time. That is your next 10-year star, and that's the guy that should be getting the rub, and it sure as F should not be Cody Rhodes. For, for all of the good of the last two weeks, that ain't the dude. That ain't the guy. Now, I know AJ threw out Austin Theory. I could have at least listened to it until we saw what happened, until they literally had him job. But, hey, Theory. I'm sorry. Not oh, Austin God. anymore. Oh, his name is Theory. I totally forgot about that. I utterly <laughs> forgot that was a thing. Well, I have one theory. Oh. It won't be him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I forgot. Could it be Braun Breaker? I'm seeing a couple of dents in that armor, you know, like <laughs> I'm seeing that maybe Braun Breaker as exciting as he was. And I said this before, I don't think he's a tr- generational. I, I don't think he's a transcendent talent. I think he's a good wrestling performer. I think he could be a Randy Orton for a while. And that's sort of, it, it ain't taken long for me to say, yeah, that on the high end is about what I think Braun Breaker could be. The bigger problem. But you have to remember, he has, he's only had like 15 matches or I, something. I, I mean, like this guy is yeah. so green. I know, but what like, I'm, see- he's, I'm he's seeing, he's unbelievably it, good considering that. I don't disagree with any of that, but I think he's good as a wrestler, right? Like, I I just don't think he's ever going to be the guy that's going to get you, you know, non wrestling. Um, coverage is going to be a guy that people are going to care about. I just, I, it's really hard for me to see that in him. Like he, go ahead. I I was going to say, well, we we just haven't seen enough of it. You know, we, we didn't, you know, Randy Orton wasn't Randy Orton until really rated RKO even, or even after. And that's fair. You know, like, I mean, that's fair, but but that's a difficult thing for me to sell on as letting him. Yeah. Randy, Randy Orton took a very, very long time. But but, but I would say it's, it's difficult to sell me on, this being the guy, and without seeing it, this being the guy that should be beating Roman Reigns. Like, you you have really, you have booked yourself into the ultimate corner here. There's never been a corner like this. And it, it almost makes you wonder if they're going to go the opposite route, which is that Cody Rhodes is the Brock Lesnar route. That They say, well, we can get a decade out of Cody Rhodes, and so we do that, right? Well, Cody Rhodes don't look like Brock Lesnar. Well, there's, there's, well, there's another guy, though. Who? Drew McIntyre. How old is Drew McIntyre? Remind me. Probably around like Cody's age. 32? I'm telling like, you right now, the 32-year-old guys are going to be the guys. Both Cody and Drew are both 36. Yeah, I thought they were Thir- older. Oh, 36. Yeah. Okay. But, 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 I mean, 30, but, but you the can 30-somethings still, are going to be the guys. But you yeah. can still make an argument for there being a decade there, right? And I would sure. say of all these things that we just presented – Drew is the best answer of them, right? Like that because we we know that works in the way they want it to work. Like if you you know we've said it a million times, go to a house show yep. and see the way that Drew McIntyre is yep. received, and and, and the way he looks, and, and the way and he's, he and he's chari- everything. He's charismatic enough that you could imagine him sitting on the Today Show and being somebody that can show up and do award show like he can do the the ESPY awards and the, like you could see all of it in Drew McIntyre. So of all of these options Drew McIntyre is the one that makes the most sense. But again, when when becomes the question, is it if you're doing it with Drew McIntyre is it before WrestleMania? Well, where in the F would it be before? I I'd be I'd be cool with Drew McIntyre winning at SummerSlam if if ultimately that's where you're getting to, how long does it need to go? At, at some point, like at what point 
does it need to be this long in order for it to accomplish the things that we're talking about it accomplishing for the person that ultimately are we there already have we already gotten to the date where whoever is the one to dethrone roman reigns it's a transcendent thing that changes their trajectory for the next 10 years i, I think yes, we could be you do it properly yeah do you, do you know what i would do i really would do this because it sets you up for the future and uh and it get it, it achieves it achieves getting someone the rub from Roman, the right person, quote unquote, and it also sets you up for what we think is going to happen. I would have Drew McIntyre face Cody Rhodes somewhere in a high-profile number one contenders match. I would have Drew McIntyre beat him in a really close, crazy match, and then that's that's how you have Drew. Then you have Drew McIntyre win the title. You and then you Drew, still have you do Drew Cody as a rematch next year at WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. That actually sounds really good. Now, of course, it's buried because it's on the same card as Rock Roman Reigns. But well, we also have to remember that Brock Lesnar is hanging around out there too, and he's got to do something. This goes back to me thinking maybe you should have a second championship belt. <laughs> it just keeps going back. I can't. I yep. can't shake that. By, by, yeah, by but, the way, I, if you want it, do you, do you think they'll put Cody over Brock Lesnar? In a non like in a regular match, I think they could. I 100% believe that they they are now at the point where they believe they could do that. Does that mean they will? I don't know. Because well, here here's another scenario: you do Roman Drew at SummerSlam, you do Brock Cody at SummerSlam. Both reasonable. They're both incredibly reasonable. They're both really good. I'm just I'm struggling with them them pulling the trigger on Drew beating Roman that quickly. Like, I'm just, yeah, especially with money in the bank being what three weeks before SummerSlam, yeah. it gets just the timing, the way the calendar lays out this year in particular is really tricky because if you wanted to do, you know, that number one, big number one contender match, well, you can't do that at money in the bank. Like you, you literally can't right. do a number one contender match at no, money in the bank. I, I, maybe Drew, maybe Drew wins money in the bank, but Cody pulled Brock Lesnar off the ladder and so Drew McIntyre is Mr. Babyface. He's well, although he kills people with swords, but he's gonna cash his briefcase in the respectful way, and he wants to beat him straight up. The and timing get- between that is the only problem. Yeah, I I think I think the actual there needs to be a real build, like a months long build yeah. to the dethroning of Roman Reigns. And, and yeah, that I makes think it, I think it could be at any time. I think it could be anybody, but you need that two month build. I think it goes back to like what I'm assuming that Royal Rumble. We know is it a stadium again next year? Yes. So it's I, I, I just think that's a stadium now. Right. From now on. So I could see the scenario being that they have, oh, what about the UK show? Oh, you know what? Holy crap. Oh, okay. Oh, that that's going to be a really big deal. Yeah, that, that could be where you do and it. And it's Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre? Oh, shit. Oh, I could absolutely be down with Drew McIntyre. Now, it's tough because you'd be having Roman dethroned in the middle of an afternoon, right? Like, that's a, that's a tough sell. And it's a college football Saturday, correct, Darren? Uh, if it is, it's, it's the, the first. Fir- it's the first weekend, yeah. So it's a little tricky, right? Because you're gonna lose attention, like not the way that you would in other scenarios, but you're gonna lose some attention in that moment. But to do it in the UK, maybe 
maybe after at the stadium. It's it's the Cardiff Stadium, and, right? And what if yeah. what if Roman beats Drew at SummerSlam, and then Drew earns another opportunity after that? Because then you could build it up from Money in the Bank, and you'd have a few months of this playing out in order for it to get to that moment. And you could even have a tease for The Rock involved that reminds everybody like. There's, you know, he's the referee or something. Yeah, or, or he's the one, like, he, at the end of it, lifts up um, Drew McIntyre's arm, whatever Roman tried to do underhanded. The Rock prevented it from happening or something like that. And, like, that's not what our family's about. I need to step in and say something. I, oh, man, I really like Of course, they're not going to do any of it. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's fun fantasy booking, ain't it? Like, I'm I'm in on that. And then you could go back to Cody at that point. Maybe you do Cody and Drew at Survivor Series because sadly Survivor Series, which we all know is the only the one time all year, but you know <laughs> we're not going to be able to do that. So maybe you have Drew and Cody at Survivor Series. Cody loses there, but Cody wins Royal Rumble in order to get his rematch at WrestleMania. Well, you're welcome. I, I just we just to, booked wait, we just booked the next need, twelve months. I, the, there you go. Yeah. Well, I need to I need to poke the bear a little bit here, mm-hmm. and just remind us all. That they have a pay-per-view called Survivor Series where Raw people fight SmackDown right, people. Right, correct. And all the champions fight each other for nothing. Right. But this year we've had title for title matches on not Survivor yeah, but Series. But you don't understand. It's the one time with WrestleMania pay backlash is the one time all year when someone from Raw can face someone from SmackDown. I we've really buried the league. Can we just get to the big story from the week already? <laughs> yes! It's dead. (laughs) So that's a a thing, huh? That's a thing. Brandon, do you need to get on a plane, by the way? Brandon's playing the role of uh, AJ this week because he's going out to coach. It's Coachella, correct? That's correct. I've got about 35 minutes. All right. Well, I I was hoping to not. I was really hoping to not even go that long, if I'm being honest with you, because there's not that. (laughs) There really was not that much to talk about this week. Um, you, you know what though? We should talk about. We should make sure we talk about AEW because we haven't for like yeah, three we, weeks. We, we can, oh yeah, we'll, we're going to. We'll get, we'll we're going there. to. Um, so, I, I, at least I, I don't. I don't know how to say the thing about Lacey Evans. It's not. I, here's what I'll tell you. This is the reason why it's utterly awful. The thought of there being only one women's championship belt, because they just go all in on repackaging Lacey Evans, right? Like, all in on, we want you to ignore that this human being ever existed until this video that we're showing you. This is the only thing that matters. Everything about her is you have to love her because she was in the military, right? We are, we are, we will twist and turn, forget there was ever a Lacey Evans before. This is what it is. She's the ultimate baby face, You've got to get in. And if there's one women's championship belt, tell me in what effing way Lacey Evans could possibly matter moving forward. Can't. I mean, it's hard hard enough to see her mattering now, honestly. I mean, it's, it's, it's already hard. It's hard right now. But, like, fine. At some point, somebody's going to go away for another month. Somebody gets her, whatever. Like, you can. You can paint a picture where at least she semi she semi matters the way she they once tried to make her semi matter before. You could paint that picture of her at least being an afterthought. How is she even an afterthought? 
right now. What do you want, Raquel? I guess I think I. Do you know what I think happens? I think she wins Money in the Bank. I think that's a. I think you can place that bet right now, because they want Charlotte to get more title reigns, right? So. You know, money in the bank seasons when Charlotte loses the belt, right? Yeah, she, she loses money in the bank and then wins it back a month later. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I would say Raquel would be a much better choice, like a drastically better choice for Raquel something like Rodriguez. That. But don't you? But don't you? But don't you want her to just do the Bianca thing? Like you don't want her to do money in the bank. You want her to kill people. Yeah, that's that's like, what I, I. But she can kill people with money because she can be the killer heel while right. Bianca is the killer face. Oh, th- that's true. Brock Lesnar was like one of the best Money in the Bank briefcase holders of all time because of that. She's so intimidating. Just a reminder, she's always there. That that human is always there. Um, look, man, I, I'm not trying to hate Lacey Evans, and I, I just don't 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 you don't unify the women's belts. Don't do that. You are. By the way. By the way, you know they're changing that music. I would, I mean, they're oh, definitely they changing that music. Oh, 100%. Yes, 100% they have to change it. They, ha- they have to make it so that Lacey Evans never existed before last Friday. They've got to make it abundantly clear. This human being only exists from last Friday forward. That's the only thing you can possibly know about her moving forward with Lacey Evans because they are trying to go all in on plan to her as a baby face. And that's fine. Like, again, I, I have no issue with that because there is a character there, you know? Like, that does exist. But what she's walking into, how clouded, how muddled it is, it's it just reeks of her walking in and then b- disappearing within a couple of weeks and being irrelevant once again because they have no idea what they're doing and they just sort of said, well, we'll throw this Lacey Evans in there. Okay, now what? Especially on SmackDown, like on Raw, especially with the challenger we have right now, you could see her getting a, a thing. But again, it would be harder to be a face on that uh, brand against Bianca. But um, yes, like no, but she could do a program, but, but she could do a program with Becky and it would be perfect. Yes, right. Yeah, you could do Becky. You could do a number of things. You could do Zelina for you know to as her first feud, moving up to Becky and eventually getting there. You know, one way or the other. Oh, actually. Her and Carmella would be a really good feud. And it yes. seems like they're trying to build her up for something. I, I don't really... the way Just to get viewers is, for their reality show? <laughs> right, but like, in theory, you would feature that performer more yeah, you as sa- well. Yeah, you say that. I'm not sure if they're really trying to build her up for something as much as they're trying to remind people that like she's attractive, so follow her on Instagram. Like, it... It comes off more like they're trying to build her as an attraction than they are build her up to accomplish something in pro wrestling. But, 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 I, well, okay. But I just mean being on the show and the way you get on the show more is you get into feuds. And I, I will say this I think that it's the opposite. It's that they're featuring her more because their YouTube numbers have been very good for the reality show. And so, because the YouTube numbers are very good, we all know. That's how they book the show. <laughs> the things that are getting the most social media reaction oh, is, is what they put on, on TV is, more. Is the YouTube show getting good numbers? Uh, apparently. That, uh, that okay. was the article I read was like that they're doing the, the thing with her and Corey Graves because their YouTube show was getting really good numbers. Okay. Let's see. Ep- episode one here, 458,000. That's good. You know, that's a good number. There's no, I mean, again, they, they, that number, 
is always difficult. The number on YouTube ain't real because you don't know if anybody right. actually watched any of it or if it was just the next video that popped up after something else they were watching, and so it counts as a play. That's the tricky part about YouTube is we react for a long-form show. If it's a two-minute YouTube video, you can assume that It's 11 are... minutes, to be fair. Okay, that's different. That is different. The shows are all 11 minutes. I mean, they're smart. They're, they're figuring uh, out. Yeah, weird bit there. Well, no, but this is the type of content that works on YouTube. This is something we're all struggling with, right? No, like, no, that's, I mean, a, that's a direct hit. That's a direct hit, yeah. Like, that's, that's the... we're, all, we're all struggling with what people want to watch in what form, right? Like... Like remember that the, the the thing Quibi that existed for a minute that like nobody or was that that was yeah. what it was called Quibi right that re, they brought Reno nine one one back and they made like I I think that's right ten minute episodes of Reno nine one one everybody was like yeah no that's not we don't want that like this is a show that we want to watch for thirty minutes and they just couldn't figure out what the content was they they had the time right they knew that people only have so much time so they want to watch something in the time that they have they had that philosophy correct they were just trying to make it like long form TV shows they were forcing into 10 minutes. And that's not, we don't want that. We've got, when we like something, we're willing to sit down and watch it in long form. But these things that aren't really all that, the, the Corey Carmella show is perfect. There's no depth to it. It's not interesting in any way. It's just, here's an attractive woman, an attractive man, and they're going to talk about sex. And you got about 10 minutes that you're willing to deal with that for, because it's not captivating. It's not interesting. It's, titillating if you will it it captures a certain sense and you're like huh i'll watch attractive people be attractive for a little while and then you're done so 10 minutes is actually perfect for the Corey and carmelo show i give them credit for that they they that on a network fails but in that form it kind of works this is how much time we have to give to just watch attractive people get be attractive because there's a lot of things i'll watch attractive people do but there's a limit to it after about 10 minutes yeah, you have to do something else. I've seen you be a trap. Has anybody ever watched more than 10 minutes of a pornography film? <laughs> Man. I mean, I don't know if I've ever watched more than two minutes. Let's be a- fair about <laughs> it, right? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I'll try to avoid that. Um, uh, what else do we need to cover? A lot, of, a, a, a lot of fast forwarding, my friend. Ah, yeah, it's a great deal. A great deal of, hey, where was it in this one? There we go. Um, anyway, all right, what, what else? Speaking Sonya of Sonya is the number one contender right now? Sure, okay. I mean... Weird, but sure. Again, that just comes off as doing it for the sake... Like, I, I, can't, I can't fathom them turning around and having Bianca Belair lose to Sonya Deville one month no. after that moment. So that comes off as just doing something for the sake of doing it because... You have a nonsense pay-per-view in Providence, Rhode Island coming up, and so, sure, why not? Just do it. By, by, the, by the way, speaking of nonsense, like, I, I guess it's not that big of a deal. I don't know how many people actually care outside of people who would do a two-hour podcast each week. Yeah. But, like, um, you can't con- she can't continue in that role. So, but that, I, that is the the relevant. The only relevant question is: Are they doing this purposefully to finally split her off from some sort of leadership role, and m- put her back into a role as a performer and move someone else into a leadership role? So it's kind of weird that they let that Naomi thing go through, and then she's just still well, official. Uh, also, you know, Sonya's only targeted Naomi and Bianca. Yes, if you want to bring yes, that up too, you do, you do have to deal with the fact that she—it's not—it ain't uh-uh. great. It ain't—it ain't great. 
Um, and I guess my answer, Brandon, would be because they didn't do anything about Naomi, they could also just sort of say, no, we don't care. And there is something weird about this, which is it actually cleans up fine, right? Like, Bianca did know exactly what she was getting into. Like, she did not know whose name was on that sheet. And so it's not like she lied. She just said, hey, here's yeah. a sheet. You sign it, and whoever's name on it, you're facing that person. So, like, it's... No, no, no. That's not what happened. She said, this is an open contract. Whoever signs it, signs and then, it. So then she beat her up and then signed it. Wait, again, it, in wrestling terms, it cleans up fine. Right. Other than, you know, you had Pierce get all annoyed at it. And that's the, hypothetically, but, you shouldn't be able to do that. But, but it's wrestling. But that's the point. Like, they, they shouldn't be able to do anything where you just say, sign an open sheet and whoever signs it next is going to be like... If if she's ever going to wrestle, why wouldn't she want to have the opera? Like, it's, a, it's a weird spot to be well, in. Well, though... Here's the weird spot. In storyline sense, I'm glad they do it because it doesn't make any sense to have someone who essentially is an active performer never take advantage of that. You know what I mean? The problem is they need to clean it up afterwards because this is the second time the person's done. Like, this has to lead somewhere. Yes, the company should step in and say, you're an active performer. You're not. We can't right. have you in a leadership right. role. Like, that's I, I get what you're saying 1,000%. But I, I just think that the Naomi thing said that they don't care. And part of that is because the like the leadership role, for the most part, is nothing. Like it doesn't really mean anything. Um Randy Orton got to make a match the other night. Like like anybody can just kind of make a match. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this just is like, true. Hey. Um did, didn't somebody attack someone and insert themselves into a WrestleMania yeah, match? I mean, like like the the leadership only means something when they want it to mean something. It it's they're they're not they're not defined heels they're not defined they're just that's why there. I sort of that's why I sort of said it was nitpicky because yeah. it's like it, it, it I get that it probably doesn't matter because it's not so like if this were if this were when Daniel Bryan was the general manager then you have to clean it up because that's a major character but this is just a side character right now so you don't really have to you don't you know, like you said you could just go back I would just like to see them do something different. Instead of having her continue to do things right. like this and have no repercussions. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Or, or at least explain why she doesn't face any repercussions. Or at least, like, find out that she's aligned herself with Stephanie McMahon or something. You know, like, at least explain why it is that she's allowed to get away with being opportunistic like this. Like, that something. Do something with it other than just ignore it. I don't disagree with you about that. All right, anything else WWE-wise that we have to cover? I don't think so. Do we cover? Unless we want to do NXT. Uh, we can lump in NXT, that's fine. But did we cover all the debuts? Who did we Who did We uh, we, we didn't oh, do Champa. Gunter. Champa's there. Yeah, like, like, Champa, too. I, I would, Champa's going to be running for the 24-7 title in two weeks. I would prefer for Champa to be in the brood. I would prefer that entirely. The blood? The blood, yes. I would prefer for him to be in the blood. By the way, for what it's worth, that that segment that's... I, I hate the idea of just having a match end. Like, well, it's just over. <laughs> yes. Like, I hate that. Yeah. But I got to tell you, <laughs> it was real impactful on my kids. Like, they were terrified. <laughs> it's scary looking they were legit terrified like what What? like they were shook man i was afraid they were gonna have nightmares like i was really nervous well you 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 know what's funny when i was watching that all i could think of was there's probably there's probably like our age level fans when the papa shango stuff was going on saying the same things 
like oh and but then us as children were like absolutely terrified oh, of no like doubt. No green doubt. goop coming out of mean gene over yep. hand yep 100 percent. that's a great point man and it, it was effective for the kids they were fascinated by it they couldn't get enough um and then yes gunther Ah, <sighs> hmm. what's what's the what's uh marcel barthol's new name i, I didn't even I don't ludwig remember. something thank you <laughs> ludwig kaiser I actually, you know what's funny is like I finally saw like a certain, it might have been the Bearing Smarks account shared a picture of him. I was like, God damn, he actually looks great right now. Like, he looks incredible. He looks, he looks, uh, he looks like a 15 pack. I was going to say, he looks great, but he also looks less intimidating at the the, same time. And that was the thing that we talked about last week where I was like, do you really want this guy showing up? But like, I, I don't know like how you miss on this. Why is it? That he looks less intimidating, but then you see this picture, and you're like, holy hell, this guy looks like an Adonis right now. Like, he just looks like the most captivating figure I've ever seen. There's got to be a way you can make that work. There's got to be a way that you can make that work somehow. Um, I don't know. Do I trust it? Of course not. Of course I don't. How could I possibly trust it? I don't trust any of this. All right. Uh, NXT, what do you want to say? Um, <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> Uh, Joe Gacy thing is starting to feel like 1992, like WWE kind of. And and by the way, I I'm I'm not against that. By the way, right, right. I'm pretty sure it's on purpose. Like I don't even think it's like it's like coming off that way because they're not trying to. I think they're trying to. Like this is what I've started to think. I think this show is like a throwback to 1991 WWE superstars. I think that's what they're trying to do. And whether that's a good idea or not is a whole other conversation. But like, I never felt that way more strongly than when I was watching those Joe Gacy segments. Cause it just would remind me of the things they used to do where you'd have some guy out in the woods or something, you know, <laughs> you know like cutting these insane promos with like crazy, fa- you know, wrestling face. I don't, you know, it's like, it's like when Kama melted down the urn to turn into a bunch of chains. I, I kind of thought that image worked for me, by the way, of him melting yeah. the ring. Like I, and then putting it on, I actually thought that was a, that was a very effective image. The, um, the sound effect was a little yeah, funky of course there, but, but, but like, come on, man, <laughs> I accept, I accept some of that. And if you're going to do this, like you're going to get a little cringe. Like it's the way it's going to go. I don't know. In a weird way. It, I'm not trying to tell you I'm super interested in it, but I didn't think it was. I thought it was effective television. Like I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it. If 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 ultimately you need to get to a Braun Breaker Joe Gacy championship match, I think it's effective in getting you to that point. Like I'm not. I'm. I can't lie and say like God. I can't wait for that match. But you know, I thought it was functional. I guess is the best way yeah. I could explain it. It's... And and by the way, like. That was something, if, if this is superstars, if this is, you know, Saturday night main event or whatever you want, you know, however you want to frame it, if that's the direction and you go consciously into that direction, that's not a bad thing. It's just that they seem to have so many different directions right now. Right. But yeah, that was, I thought, the best part of the show easily. Um, I, I don't, I, I found myself in a weird place where I actually probably would have just preferred Natty having a moment than I did, like, the turn. The turn didn't do that much for me. Um, 
because the moment was really powerful. It was, and then they they ruined it. It was incredibly <laughs> powerful. And if you did that to set up something that I thought was this is the Mark Henry thing, right? Like if you did it to set up something that was cool, like okay, it was cool. This just wasn't. It wasn't all that cool. It was some like then some random chicks went, well, I want to match with you. Like, oh, okay. Like I, that was the part. I actually I didn't mind the segment that much, especially you know you kind of go back and you think. You know, Natty was the one who put over Charlotte originally, was the one who really helped launch the, uh, you know, NXT Women's Division, even though she wasn't part of it. And it kind of felt like a throwback to that. But then, yeah, random girl getting the match was weird. Like, yeah, all of it was kind of weird. Well, that's they tried to make her into a thing with, with the diamond mine. That's that girl. I can't even remember her name. But that was the girl they had teamed with Ivy Nile. And they were trying to she wanted to join the diamond mine. And they said she's not tough enough or something. Right, random girl. Yeah, I, mean, that, like, yeah, I was going to say, you don't even know her name. Like, I, I would have preferred if it was... Uh, yes, uh, someone. Casey Catanzaro, someone. Someone, you know? someone that... Yeah, that you, we, we Just not throwing something else at the wall and seeing if it sticks. And that is the, the same problem with the tag title thing. We didn't, we didn't get, you know, obviously the Nash Carter thing happened after we recorded last week and... Eek. Um, and I don't even know if Nash Carter's an awful human being or someone who just took a really unfortunate picture because there's a lot that's been said about the entirety of this relationship, and I have no interest in being a part of all of that. But the picture's really bad, and, you know, I, the, the people asking the questions of, like, hey, why are you being so aggressive about this with the number of people in the past that you weren't this aggressive about, like, or that are still on your roster that have had allegations made against them, it, it ain't an unfair question. I don't have a response to it. I, I think it's sometimes because okay. they're responding. They're responding to the picture. And that's that, what it, this is it, all about. Well, wanted, which which picture? Well, the other question is which picture are they responding to? I, I think the Hitler the, picture. The, pic, the picture of him. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's what I think they're responding to as well. Right, is right. it's they, not the allegations. It's not anything with her. It's because the they, they've been they've been consistent with this other stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's what it is. And, and there's no real defense of it other than it's totally possible that he's, he's not a racist. He's just stupid. You know, like it is, it is plausible that that's the case, but it's really stupid. I mean, it's insanely stupid. To have, uh, the, the number of people who have said they've taken pictures like that is also yeah, that's concerning. Also really weird telling on yourself type of thing. Like, ah. Dude, everybody's taking a picture like that. N no? No, not at uh -uh. all. N never even thought about that, nope. honestly. Not once. Wait, wait who said, who said a, that? There's a bunch of There's weird... been a surprising amount of, hey, hasn't everyone done that when they were a kid? Yeah. Shaved their mustache into a Hitler mustache and done the hot, you know, the salute? It's like, nope. Uh, what? Nope, not once. <laughs> no. not, I mean, I've done a lot of dumb things. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that make me cringe, but that ain't on the list. Like, that has never come up. Um, I think I saw someone on Twitter say that he was just auditioning for the Gunther group. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> I mean so so the issue with the tag titles is the same thing, which is you're just throwing more things in there. If you want don't if you don't want to pull the trigger on the Creed brothers right now, if you want to save that for a moment, okay, fine. I'm not sure. I know Aaron loves them. I'm not sure that they're in desperate need of a moment. I'm not certain that you're at a place where if you do it at a pay-per-view, it's a huge moment. 
again, the Creed Brothers didn't exist a few months ago. I just don't think that, like, they created something with Braun Breaker, and then, of course, they decided not to do the moment. Anyway, that's a different conversation. But I'm not sure who else on the NXT roster at the moment. I mean, Cameron Grimes, fine. That was worthy of a moment. But he had been around for a long time. I don't know of the new people they threw into the mix any of them can give you a moment yet. And so if their argument is we got to wait on the Creed Brothers because we need to do that at a takeover, I would say no, you don't, and you could have just gone ahead and done it last night. And if you didn't want to do it, I probably would have used a different tag team that we at least had heard of before last night. And I know you're going to say, well, it's only because you're not watching NXT UK. Neither is anybody Most else. Most people aren't. Right. Nobody is. Like, I, I had I had heard of them. Right. I had, you know, I had read their names. I had seen a couple little clips. That's, and that's me. You, that's my and, and Aaron, Aaron yeah, but, is the biggest nerd of all of us. Like. Right. But, but, by the way, by the way, can we, can we stop doing attack angles that have reveals when the reveal is something like that? Like, when you hide someone's face and identity, it needs to be something recognizable when you unmask them. Like, oh, do you want to go to AEW right now? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, But, yes, the point being, it's just it's more people we don't know. It's more things you're throwing against the wall. You're continually doing quantity over quality. And that don't work. I, I don't remember who, they, I don't know what their names are. I don't remember who they are and why I care. And yet you're immediately doing this. Just use one of your other teams. If you didn't want to give it to the Creed Brothers, use one of your other teams. Have them win. Let the Creed Brothers go over them after they've run through these guys. Like, there's, don't, ugh, it's too much. It's, I have a the headache. You, you said, like, you know, I'm behind them, and I'm behind them in their current form. But what they're laying out right now oh, seems like they're baby turning faces. them. Yep. Yeah, they're turning the face and having them run that way for that moment. And I don't know if the Creed brothers work like that. I don't think so. And that's why I said I just don't think there's a moment to be had. I just would have had them win last night. I just would have had them do that and do whatever from there. But it's what it is. Or whatever night that was. Tuesday night. Jesus. The whole week runs together. All right. Yes. Let's use that transition to AEW. Where, by the way, I don't know if you've heard, they've got a world champion. I ask if you know because... <laughs> They don't think they need to have him Do on they? every show. Yeah, believe it or not, they've got a world champion. <sighs> is it CM Punk? It ain't CM Punk. Is it... Chris Jericho? There was a promo. There was a package. I get it. He's got a big match. I was going to say that it's on Rampage. They're still trying to make Rampage a thing, so... But, but it's, it's putting it there. Live, but it's, it's a live show this week. We, yeah. ha- we have to acknowledge the fact that there is a big problem with the fact that their actual champion doesn't need to be a centerpiece of their show. Yeah. That's not good. Now, it speaks to a few different things. It also speaks to what I talk about where they just have a thousand, they have every other company's belts, and they just keep saying, if we just keep doing championship matches and you're actually, you can only have so many belts at some point. I don't I don't know if it's a big deal that Samoa Joe beat Minoru. I I know the match was a big deal, although I got to tell you, I could go without ever seeing Samoa Joe look that red again in my life. Like, (laughs) it was actually uncomfortable for me. I thought he was about to have some sort of episode. Um, I know that the match itself is big because Minoru Suzuki is an attraction. It's Samoa Joe facing someone who's an attraction. That's a big match. But adding in that was for the Ring of Honor television championship... 
do I know that either of these people care about that in any way? Like, do I know that either Minoru Suzuki or or Samoa Joe cares specifically about being the Ring of Honor television champion? The fact that it's Joe winning a Ring of Honor title, I think, is meaningful. That one in particular, you know, we'll kind of see where we go from here and what promos he cuts and stuff. But, but, but I, just anything with Ring of Honor and Samoa Joe, I think, can work. I think he needed to tell a better story then. I think he needed to explain that better, why, Ring of, why Samoa Joe would have cared about that. I think that unless you're someone who, again, has been an ardent Ring of Honor fan for a long time, all you know is that, like, oh, right, yeah, he was in Ring of Honor. I don't think you did for the casual fan enough to say, this is why this is a big moment. And, again, it just comes off as a belt for the sake of there being a belt. It, it, you're not, it's too much. There's too many belts. There's too many championships because you're using other companies and their championships and how who how am i supposed to remember who's a triple a champion a ring of honor champion an aw champion oh the one the the one tag team match was for like two different championships there's just way too much going on here in terms of like wwe wants to have less belts and so like i'm not saying that's good either there's a fine number of belts that a company can have that's the perfect <laughs> It's not too little, not too much. Like, it's the number that you need. Like, this porridge is not too hot. This porridge is just right. And one company is going to go with the too hot porridge, and the other company is going with the too cold porridge. Nobody can figure out there's a number that's perfectly right in order to have enough belts for your card to be functional, and then you have a few other that are... This is insane, the number of belts that AEW is working with now. All that being said... What in the flying F was that? What? It's amazing. I, I never I never thought we could have like an entire <laughs> fan base. Like, you know, but if you want to say there's two sides of this wrestling war, everyone agreed on one thing. I think everybody agreed that as much as a lot of people love that match, everything about that match went away. The second, uh, what's his name came out? On, I got to pull it up again. Uh, Satnam Singh. AEW Omos. I mean, this is, I, I, like, I can't, it, it's, it's what I go back to. It ain't just what WWE would do. It's somehow worse than what WWE would do. I don't believe that they introduced Omos right after their professional wrestler lover's main event. Like, right. That everyone loved from, you know, whether or not you thought it was too brutal or not. Most yeah, people and, were like, and that was a good match. Right. That's, it's, it's specifically not for, it, I know it wasn't blood the way that I don't like the blood thing anymore. Right. It, it was a little too brutal it for was, you. It, but... was a bit, it was a bit much in that way, but I get it. I got that it was a big deal. I understood that it was a big deal, and it was definitely for a certain type of fan. This is the exact opposite of that. This is what they hate is you just throwing in Von Wagner at the end of the match and saying, hey, now here's this big thing. Like, what? And, what? and not just that who they introduced. The, the lights, if you did this where Jay Lethal comes out and stares him down and, and right. big guy attacks from behind, okay, it's still not good, but okay. You do the lights out and you have the focus be on him. This wasn't about Jay Lethal. It wasn't about Sanjay Dutt. Yes, it was done was in a way to highlight him like he's Adam Cole. The reporting today has been that AEW has decided they need to get into India. And so that's what this is about. Well, who does that sound like? 
What company? <laughs> I've heard about this and it failed. Does very specific. Like, hey. well, I I remember if I correctly, it ruined heard, the company. Did it not? It literally hey, brought I, I the heard, entire company down. I heard, I heard there's a world champion candidate that they could bring in uh, to fix all of that. I, I, I there's I I don't I don't I don't know what to say. Maybe there's a rule in India where like you're not allowed in the company unless you've or in the country unless you've established uh, someone uh, Indian as being the top star. Like maybe there's some rule that you we don't you, know you have to you have to be able to level to have a lights out and a lights out entrance. I don't know, man. I it's so weird. I got no problem with Satnam Singh, which again should be what everybody in AW does not like. But I got no problem with him being a part of the company because the hell, there's a billion being other Being an enforcer people. for Jay Lethal, by the way, I think that's a good idea. Again, I still go back to there's too much going on here. Like there's way, there's still way too much going on. I, I, I don't know. You're doing Ring of Honor at the same time as you're doing AEW. I don't know where this goes. Well, the big question is what is Ring of Honor? Right. Like you're doing way too much. Way, way, way too much. You don't have enough time to do it all of it. You didn't have enough time for all of your own stuff. Now you've interjected all of these other things. But if you want this guy to be a part of your 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 card, part of your company, whatever, that's fine. Don't pretend like he's a big deal. My God. Like, like didn't even play in the NBA, <laughs> as I said at the beginning. Like I, I did, I did love the. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Was it Jr. who said, "I know exactly who that no, is." I think it was Tony. I like, think it was no Tony. No one knows right. exactly who. Well, that but is. then he started to say because I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been down to Atlanta and I've seen him training or something like that. Like, don't pretend like he's a big deal. He's not a big deal. You introduce him and just say he's big as s. That's why he's a big deal. Who cares who he is? He's he's massive. That's why we're telling you he's a big deal. If I had to guess, he can't work, right? Like that's just what I'm gonna guess off the who's top the, of my head. Hey, who's the who's the WWE guy that pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Uh, is that's 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 Veer, isn't it? But he never pitched for the Pirates. He was Pitch. he was signed. No, wait, Pirates. is that Veer right. or is that Grayson no. Waller's guy? Oh, is oh, hang on a second. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you in one second who it is. It is oh, what the hell was the name of the movie? Golden arm, right? Golden arm, is that what it was? Million dollar arm. Million dollar arm. Million dollar arm. I said I was going to come up with one second. I lied. Uh, Rinku Singh. So which one is Rinku Singh? Yeah. No, that's that's Grayson Waller's guy. Okay. So that would that would be the equivalent of WWE saying MLB star. Rick you sing. Right. A hundred percent. Like, my God. You know, he's he's not anything. Pretending like he's a big deal is is way over the top. Hang on a second. Maybe this thing was a new name. No, he's Veer. I thought that's what he was. He is Veer. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Rinku Singh is well, they, were, they were in a tag team together. Him and him and the Grayson Waller guy. Um you might be right about that. They they were they were Indo Share, right? Him and him and um... yes, yes, okay, yes. But no, yes. that's Veer. Veer is um, the, the 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 is exactly the guy that we're talking about. Um, look, man, whatever. I, it's it's at the end, it's whatever. But I, I have no idea what what the thought process was to any of that. Like, I have no clue what the thought process was to what they were doing there. Um, 
I, I can't say it's one of the worst things AEW has done because it's just such a nothing that it doesn't even register. Like, it's not a negative to me. I guess you could say it's a negative because it took away from the match. But, like, it's more just a wet fart than anything else. Like, it's not offensive to me the way that other things were offensive. But, oh, what a what a wet fart it was. But, but here's the thing. It's not that people didn't like it. It's just that a bunch of bots are on Twitter. Uh, that's a good point, right? I keep <laughs> yep. forgetting about that. It's just a bunch of bots. That's all. Well, there was an independent study yep. done. I'm not sure if you... Yeah. yeah. That guy's... But you need to do your research to find that study. Yeah, guy's super likable. I can certainly understand why you all cape for him. Super yeah. likable AEW guy. fans actually love this debut. It's all the bots. Yeah. He's a super he's a super likable fellow that Tony Khan. He's just he's just like us, man. He's just like you and I. He likes a weirdo. What an effing weirdo. Um all right, what else happened on Dynamite that we need to discuss? Uh not on Dynamite. I think this was more on Rampage and stuff and and on the upcoming Battle of the Belts, which I didn't know was happening this oh, weekend that's happening until on Saturday, yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Um so where do they I, well, first of all, what do they think they're doing with Sammy and Ty, and where do they go with Sammy and Ty? Because that's a problem if they think they're facing. Yeah, right yeah, this is this is entering Cody territory. I don't think it's entering Cody territory. I disagree with that because I think the well, difference. The, no, the part the, the part where the the part where Ty is kind of Brandy, and and that. She's making him worse. That's where it's entering Cody Terry. Not, I, not the other problem with Cody. This specific Cody problem okay. they used to have. Okay. All right. I, I hear what you're saying. I still think that this is like... I, I feel like she's making him unlikable. Like, because she's unlikable. See, the thing is, she's not unlikable. Hey, I disagree it's them with together that. are yeah. unlikable. I think she was great. But, but like, she, she and Anna Jay were no, tremendous. No, she's beat... And, She's being unlikable right now. Well, but both say. of them are being unlikable. The I'm hotter than you, I'm having sex because we're hotter than you is not likable. It's Edge and Lita. Well, it's, uh, well hang on a second. You know, Again, it's not likable in pro wrestling standards, but we also have to remember that this is like 2022 and being attractive is why we let you have an opinion about like global warming. I mean, this is <laughs> we, we just don't in a different world where we've. We've completely given up any thought of like it matters if you're good or it ma this is the the Jimmy Fallon thing that I talk yep. about all the time. Like it does nothing not good, bad, none of that. None of that matters at the end the of the day. The crowd is booing them, so that's but that's that is right. That's that is a problem. There's no doubt about that. That is a problem. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. I I don't have an answer for it. I just don't. I don't have an answer yeah, I mean, for I, it. Like, I, my question is more: Is this? Are we actually seeing a Hilton, or is this a misguided? Like, did I think they just it's botch a, it I just think it's a botch. I, yes, I don't think it's a heel turn. I think it's a. I mean, he's still working against Scorpio Sky, dude. Like, he's right. working against Dan Lambert. Like, I don't think they're trying to do a heel tur a turn. I think that they're. Well, don't you think it doesn't? It doesn't help that this is this, and this isn't the first time that this has been a problem. It doesn't help that you have Dan Lambert. Pointing it all out, so like you can't, you can't smooth it over if you have someone extensive. Like you, there might be parts of the problematic nature of this that some people haven't noticed, and then you have the heels standing there pointing it all out. Right, like they're burying the people they're working with. They're not doing effective heel work. They're burying their opponents, which, which is why I wonder if this is, you know, 
not not an immediate heel turn, but look, after they get through Scorpio Sky, this is going to be a heel turn. I mean, there could be. I think that it's possible that they that's their course correction afterwards. They say, okay. But they tried they tried this with Cody and it wasn't a heel turn, you know? It definitely wasn't, but but they weren't gonna do a heel turn with Cody. Like they could do it with Sammy. I, somebody would say, I mean, you just flipped him once. Why are you flipping him back now? Right? Like that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And these are two, I think the problem with it is these are two young wrestlers who are attractive and we were inclined to like as of just a couple of weeks ago. I think you can fix it. I think you can. I think that you just have to stop making it all about them having sex. Like, we get it. You're young and attractive and you have sex. It's fine. Now do something else, right? Like, I think you can fix it because I don't think it's poisoned. I just think it's just not likable at the moment. It's just sort of like, yeah, we, this isn't, watching you talk about having sex is not really the thing that we tuned in for. Just go back to being the likable performers that you were beforehand. And I think they can fix that if that's what they want. I don't think it's that hard. I think comparing it to Cody is tough. You couldn't fix Cody. It, it, you were so far gone, especially by the time you got to Dan Lambert. My God, like what were you even doing? It was, yeah. it was so far gone. This isn't so far gone. This is a couple weeks of, of missteps. And, it's not toxic and we're not so far removed from people liking these people. And I think you can fix that in a cup. Get through this on Saturday. If you want to, by the way, if you but want to, it could just be that they're like, eh, Sammy might actually be better as a heel. Yeah. I don't think I, you keep coming back to the idea that it's purposeful. I don't think it's purposeful. I think they could choose to go that route. Well, no, 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 no. I, I don't think it's purposeful now, but I do wonder if like, they're just going to kind of see now, eh, you yeah. know what? Sammy Guevara, he's yeah. kind of a natural prick. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the case. All right, anything else AEW-wise? Uh, do you think we're getting some sort of, if not stadium stampede, cinematic-type match at a five-on-five, the Jericho versus Eddie Kingston and, and those guys and two know, more? I don't know if it's going cinem- to be cinematic. So it's weird that, like, I guess somebody, maybe Tony Khan did an interview where he said that he didn't think stadium stampede would be back. and it, It's a tough match to do. Because like you run into what they ran into last time, which is one you you don't you only have access to one stadium, <laughs> like right. There's not other stadiums that people are just like here have our stadium for a little while. Like you only have one. So could you film something at your stadium and just sort of interject? Like you could, but well, does it have to be a stadium? I just why 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 do a cinematic type of match? What's what's the point of that? Because it just think it'll of, just do. Could, could it could be blood and guts. guts. Blood and guts would yeah. make, be. Jer- Jericho's involvement makes me blood wonder and guts. if they might try to do like a Vegas street fight into the state, you know, into the arena. Okay. Since double or no- like double or nothing has been the first where the first two sta- stadium stampedes were. Do do you kind of try to make that a a double or nothing uh, tradition to do some sort of cinematic? Five on five match. I I hear you. I would. I guess what I would say is, if it can't be the stadium stampede, then I don't think there's a point of just doing it to to do it. Now, if you want to say like, hey, if you got ten dudes in a match, it it kind of makes sense to do something crazy and you make it call it a street fight, whatever. Yeah, okay, fine, do that. And that's less. It's not cinematic. It's just sort of gimmicky, right? Like you don't have to pre-record it. You could literally just have them fight throughout the arena and end up in the ring like that's that's totally plausible blood and guts makes more sense to me um it's it's not something it's not for me as i said before i I don't like that anymore but 
that seems to be more the way that you go about doing this moving forward is you leave that thing on the table and this is your way of doing it. Like that, that makes more sense to me for this to be pointed towards that than for it to be pointed towards a stadium stampede or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, you're looking for something else on your card that's that that's eye popping. Sure, do a Vegas street fight. That's eye popping, I guess. Do it. What, what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel strongly about it. I guess what I'm trying to say. Fair. All right. Is that about it? All right. So let's cover is it. Uh, I believe, by the way, that uh, AJ Galante is going to join us next week on the program. I'm excited about the the the, the real AJ in professional wrestling is going to join <laughs> right. us on Uh-oh. next week's show. I'm I'm not attaching my name to that statement. Well, I I have no problem. There's only wrestling has one royal AJ. It's AJ Galante. Right. Only one guy can can crown people dons. Maybe he'll crown one of us a don. I'd be really excited about that. Oh, I'd love to be a don. All right, uh, Aaron, get your plugs in. Uh, check out VEASANVEASAN.com. Of course, baseball season just started, and NFL draft props are coming out faster than ever. So check that out on uh, VEASAN.com slash spring for our deals on uh, all of our guides out right now, and the draft guide should be coming out next week. All right, Brandon. We just announced Star Set at Ramshead Live on June 25th. Tickets are on sale now. Go to RamsheadLive.com for all future show announcements. Follow us at RamsheadLive at Ramshead Live on Instagram and at Ramshead Live on Twitter. Also, um, Limp Biscuit is coming to the Chesapeake. In <laughs> I can never do Employers this. Employers Insurance Arena, Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. The UMBC Event Center is what it'll always be in my heart. Uh, May fifteenth, tickets on sale now. I believe there are four packs available. Uh, if you if you go with four people, you get three plus one. Uh, wrestling fans should be used to that deal because WWE does it all the time. Go to Ticketmaster.com for all tickets for that show. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com for me. For Brandon, oh, and at AJ Francis 410, of course, is how you follow him. For Brandon, for Aaron, and uh, for the main event. Ben. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben. Jobbing out. Jobbing out. I realize I have so little to say this week. I don't have anything to say at the end of the show either.